This podcast is made possible by... Getting older and feeling your age, low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds. Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hairdryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 947-3392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish Coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Hey, where you at, baby? Spud here. I've met a lot of people, and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast. Well, I'm talking on my ask with attorney Mike Bradner, because this is the pilot episode of uh, the show that we are going to do together called, uh, tell me what you really think. So anyway, uh, basically this uh, this time around is he and I just bullshitting. Uh, uh-oh, explicit. That's what this show is now, it's explicit. Anyway, uh, so uh, Mike Brander here talking about my ask on a Spudcast right after this. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? 
scratch resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps. The list just keeps on growing and it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. So here's the premiere episode the, uh, of the podcast Spectacular. Tell me what you really think. And uh, our star of the show is Mike Bradner, who's attorney at law, but we ain't talking about attorney shit. No, we're not. Well, I mean, but... We may. It, well, it depends. I mean, you can't avoid the fact that you're an attorney, and that right. sometimes that's going to temper your comments because right. you know shit that I don't know. And I'm Spud. That's true. I know everything except lawyer shit, <laughs> which, like, I when I walked in here, because we are doing this in your office, and when I walked mm -hmm. in here, it was like, as soon as I walked in the door, your receptionist let me in the door, and it's like these three people just turned and looked at me, and it's like, <laughs> uh-oh, lawyer types, man. So it's like they were like, they were like, they weren't even lawyers. Those three out there? No. Uh, well, lawyers are in offices. Oh, so the people out there ain't lawyers. Uh -uh. Well, they're like lawyer assistants, or I think you pass by intake and some of the claims department. I I don't know. <laughs> I came down the sidewall this away. Oh, <coughs> uh, sidewall. And yeah, they, but no, but there were three of them right there, and they were uh -oh. all crowded around one little cubicle, and they all looked at me like that's probably so. accounting. Okay. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> so you got accounting, and you got we have we have uh, intake, claims, litigation, and accounting. And accounting is really back-end stuff. What is intake? That Intake's the people that call us. Intake will get the phone, um, answer the phone call, talk to the people, um, and kind of set that process as far as signing up. Come on, I mean, because you advertise going 24-7. So yeah. you're in the rack at 3 in the morning. That's right. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, so, I mean, we have a good process. Sounds really like do. It. Well, I mean, you know, you got that... It's it's that always adjusting. It's always adjusting because you got to adjust to survive. So um, do you? Maybe that's why I'm sucking a big hole when I'm in my sixties. You oh, know? you're you're adjusting. <laughs> I'm having to. I'm having to recreate myself. At least you started out as a lawyer. and You're still a lawyer. Yeah. I was an actor. I was all kinds of shit. I'm fixing to. Re I'm I'm seriously considering retiring from acting. Come on. No, I am. I'm well retiring from film. Because it's like I don't like I don't like the direction that the uh, Screen Actors Guild is going. Uh -huh. I don't like some of the things that they do. Okay. Their job is to protect the actors. Their job is not to involve themselves in politics. That yeah. ain't their get. They do it all doing. the time. Yeah. I mean, well, look, movie stars they want to make comments and do all kinds of shit. That's fine and dandy, but it's not the union's job to do that. And frankly, the union seems to me like it's spending more time putting on their uh, their Actors Guild awards than they are of actually, uh, you know. Doing screen actor girl shit, right? Well, so. that dates back to McCarthy when they were black, they were uh, blackballing people that they thought were communism. Is it, wasn't that McCarthy? Yeah, that was in the fifties. Yeah, McCarthyism. Now it's just swung the uh, the pendulum swung the other way. But that ain't. I mean, the th okay. You know what it is? It's it's um, MLB in Atlanta, and mm -hmm. they were, okay, so they're going to do a big. Uh, so Georgia passes that that bill. Right. Which, quite frankly, is not as restrictive as other states that already have it. Right. So the union decides that, well, we have to we have to protest. So we're going to take this this hundred million dollar uh, movie that they were going to shoot in Atlanta and they're moving it to New Orleans. Well, so cool. I guess I shouldn't be bitching along those lines. Exactly. But the, but the fact of the matter is they could have done the same freaking thing to us. They could have taken a movie out of New Orleans and shipped it to Atlanta. 
Well, they do do that. Well, they do it all the time. It just depends on what what rate they get back. Mm, It's very rare that you have a movie flip from one city or state to another. Mm -hmm. They because they cut a deal with them. They cut a deal with them all the time. And once the deal is cut, well, then the deal is cut. The thing that I hate about, and it's not the union, it's the state, is they made a big deal about oh, we're going to attract film here. Okay, that's I ran for public office. How old is my son? Twenty two. I ran for office 21 years ago. When Vitter left right. to go to Congress, yeah. I ran for that seat. And I only ran just to improve the film industry. Mm-hmm. I had no interest in being in politics. I just wanted the movie industry. Right. Well, I lost the, the race, but somebody took my ideas and they improved them. And then we tax credits came in, and then boom, the industry boosts. So I figured I lost the battle, but I won the war. Yeah. But you, what they you don't. Created, you created all this. I created a it. new industry in Louisiana. I was part of it. I didn't yeah. create it. I, I mean, I was one of the people pushing it. I mean, I made a bunch of speeches at a bunch of different places about that. If you build it, they will come. That kind of right. Thing. Well, anyway, so they fix it. But what the state didn't do is protect all the people who are from here. Mm-hmm. In other words, like especially stuntmen. I got a bunch of stuntmen friends who grew up here. They'll have all these guys from Florida, all these stuntmen. They'll come here, and 20 of them will put down a one bedroom apartment as their legal residence in Louisiana and they'll get they'll get preferential treatment and hired as if they're from Louisiana. And right. they ain't. And the state ain't doing nothing to fix that. So I, I, I'm I'm constantly banging a drum about that too when I have a chance to get in front of you know, but what can I say? I gotta make a living. So I don't have a lot of time to bitch about that stuff. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, I mean, what you gonna do? Wait a minute, wait a minute. This ain't my show. <laughs> I got my own show. I have the podcast. Yeah. I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm loose, man. I know. Well, that's why I like it. What is this jug of banana water you got over there? What is this pink <laughs> shit that you're drinking? So I got that uh, early. I work out at 5 a.m. And I got that. I, I started drinking it at 5 a.m. And then I've just been drinking it throughout the day. But it's got this BCAA powder that's supposed to help with muscle recovery after, after workouts. But if you don't work out, you wouldn't have to worry about that shit. Exactly. You? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're talking about that kind of stuff. Maureen did a movie with Hugh Jackman. Okay. okay. All right. Wolverine, the last movie. Oh he did. yeah, I love it. Okay. So uh, anyway, in the in the hotel room, the motel room in the beginning, where he meets the little girl and the mother. Okay. Okay. Maureen was the manager of that motel. It was the Aloha Motel, mm-hmm. right over there in airline. So they didn't have they didn't have room to drag all the trailers in there and everything. So they didn't have. Uh, you know, dressing rooms and such. So what they did was they got another room. Since they took over the whole motel, they got another room and used that as like the uh, the green room for the actors. So Maureen and Hugh Jackman are sitting in this motel room all night long, and they were like, "I I, I don't want to sit on that bed. <laughs> I don't know what's <laughs> I don't know what's been on that bed spread or nothing like that." But the point I'm getting to is that he he had these big jugs of like alkaline water, uh-huh. and that's I mean he just that's all he would drink. Drank that all night long, and, and you know he's all buff and everything, pumped up to to make that movie. And I mean, you know, uh, and break alcohol. somebody coming in with a slingshot and shoot frozen grapes at him so they bounce off his chest and shit. Yeah, I, I think the alcohol alkaline water is more is geared towards uh, like health. Mm-hmm. Like it's supposedly he's got like a high throws your pH. Yeah, yeah. throws he's, your pH and, and it wards off certain diseases. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. I can't wear a wristwatch because. I don't care. I mean, I can't afford no gold wristwatch, but all the other wristwatches I've had. I'm wearing an eye. What is this? An eye watch or whatever? I got well, Apple Watch. I got. I, I look at my phone. I have pocket watches, but but I uh, I I mean my my sweat literally eats the eats away the back of a watch. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like I'll wear one two months, three months later in the back of it. All the silver's all peeled off of it and shit. Oh, you, you got to stop getting the watches from those uh, those machines with the arms. Bro, I can't even do that. <laughs> I can't even do that. I can't screw our shit out those machines, man. I need to get my, hire me some little two-year-old to climb up in there and go get me a watch. Yeah. No, I can't do that shit. So anyway, well, why you were, I mean, when did you start doing this? Because I know I've seen pictures of you before, and while you certainly have never been in my league, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't buff like you uh, in those pictures. Like I started working now. out, I started working out hard about maybe two and a half months ago, and it just started building and I leaned out and everything else. So that's, that's been it. I just go, just and I, start, I started that routine of going at five o'clock in the morning, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. But um, I get up. Well, I get up at five in the morning, but because I got to pee, yeah. my, my prostate wakes me up at five in the you morning. You know what? That's the funny thing. Sometimes I'll, I'll wake up and I'm like half asleep and peeing, and I'll have to look at the the clock to see what time it is. I'm praying that it's not four o'clock. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I get excited when it's like one thirty or one. Oh man, I could go back to sleep. <laughs> exactly. Gee, well, when we, me and Weldon were on the radio first thing in the morning, I would get up at a quarter to four. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd make I'd make breakfast, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd I'd make breakfast and bring it. I'd make grits and eggs or a breakfast sandwich with ham and cheese and a fried egg. Or yeah, I mean, shit, I made calzones one morning. Yeah, my, I eat breakfast after I work out because if you work out on a fa- if you work out fast, who the hell is calling me? <laughs> Decline. Okay. Yeah, but I I work out. Um, on an empty stomach, because if you if you exercise with an empty stomach, you burn fat apparently more so than just calories. I don't know what an empty. I stomach eat after. Is. <laughs> I know. I, I eat. I, I eat after. What I do eat. you eat though? I've been making it easy, because uh, I'll just eat at the gym, and it's a, a thing of smoked salmon, one of those packets you buy at like Bromart or something, mm-hmm. and then uh, they got this high protein yogurt that that's I've only seen it at Bromart. Um, so I'll do those two things. And then if I'm doing something like physical therapy or something like that, I may go after and Starbucks PJs, they and I think CC yeah, CC's too, they have these little egg bites. Mm-hmm. So I'll get that too. I eat a lot in the morning. I I usually eat a pretty big breakfast. Mm-hmm. I usually eat a pretty big breakfast and a decent sized lunch and then sometimes I don't eat supper or you know, like yesterday was Mother's Day. Yeah. So I went I went to the ideal bar. My wife loves uh, Cuban food. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to go to that place on Veterans. What was it called? Uh, Garces. Okay, and that's the first time I ever had Cuban food. You know, right. So I, I went over to the Ideal Market and I got about four or five pounds of sautéed flank steak. And they mm-hmm. slice it real, real thin and sauté it. So I mean, it, it cooked up like that. That was good. And then a bunch of black. Oh boy. Black beans and then uh, maduros, which is plantains. Yeah. You know, they didn't have any dark enough you know they need to be ripe so i went and got some frozen ones and threw them in a pan and got some garlic bread and shit that was good <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were simple we barbecued hamburgers but i i i took out some venison and i put the taco seasoning mix in there mm. and i made that but i'm the only one that'll eat it oh you kidding my nobody else are... eats venison in, in my family so man it would... and i did some sausage links too i used to, i used to go well when i was on wwl i was a sponsor of the beast feast over uh-huh. at rummel and i brought my kids over there they were a little bitty and uh, they had tacos right right nutria tacos but i didn't tell them that i just mm-hmm. said well you want a taco they got in line and go oh this is great and they just 
Got a taco, got back in line. Got another taco, got back in line. So they were eating about their fourth taco when I finally said, you know what that is, huh? That's Nutria. That's Riverette. Oh, yeah? Let's get another one. So yeah. they, they had to make me bring them every year to go have Nutria tacos. And then the last time we went, me and Jack Boy, and I mean, Jack Boy was probably 20 at the time. And he's like, they didn't have any Nutria tacos. They ran out of them. They were so popular, they were gone. <laughs> people started eating Nutria before. They were like, nobody wanted to eat them. But now people are starting to eat them. I personally... I can dig it. I ate, I ate Nutri when I was in college in Nichols and Thibodeau. They had some coon asses come up to buy it. Somebody had coon. They had raccoon one time. Really? Yeah. Oh. I've had a diamond, eastern diamondback rattlesnake, which is bigger than a western diamondback. By the way. I don't want to see any rattlesnakes. What? I do not All you snakes. saw was chunks of meat that looked like fish and tasted like chicken. I have a snake phobia. Well, I don't like them either. The only, good, the only good snake is a dead one. The only good snake is one that's been turned into a hat band. So I there can pretend I'm too. Billy Jack. <laughs> so anyway, this is the pilot episode of uh, Tell Me What You Really Think. And that's what uh, Mr. Brandner and I will be doing. I don't know how often yet. We haven't set it up. And I'm going to go back and edit this thing and put music to it. But uh, basically, it'll just be what's what's the big deal. Like tonight on the Spudcast, tonight right. is Joe Marino. Okay. All right. And we're, gonna, and we're talking about uh, the, the legalizing pot bill that's in front of the legislature. Right. And it's an interesting conversation. And he's funny because he's a criminal defense lawyer, but he's up there pushing it. And he's going, I make money defending people who've been arrested with marijuana. Yeah, but nowadays they don't really, they don't enforce it that much. They do some places. Yeah. You know. And I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. I guess it from depends the on the amount. Well, you're saying that somebody up there got a bill they want to push through. Like, you can have two pounds. I'm going, dude, that's kind of distributing weight. Yeah, that's you know? a lot. I said, like, in New Orleans, if they catch you with, you know, less than 14 grams, they leave I said, just throw it away. Yeah. How about that? No arresting, no fine, no nothing. Just throw it in the gutter and make them go, oh, man, shit. Now I got to go get some more. Pot, pot's been become kind of socially acceptable to the extent that, you know, they're – they're talking about it on, you know, TV shows and everything else. So it just make you know, it kind of makes, it's kind of a no-brainer legalized. Plus, if you look at places like Vegas or Nevada and uh, California, they're making a lot of money off of it and tax yeah. revenue. Yeah, but at first, I think one of the things that scared them off was when they first legalized it in D.C., I mean, in, uh, in Washington and in uh, Colorado, because it mm-hmm. just it attracted a whole bunch of potheads who are like yeah. taking a dump on the side of a cop car you know we can't yeah but that right happens now. everywhere i mean yeah yeah well that's just it though that's something else too in this state uh well f- no federally <clears throat> federally it's still considered a narcotic yeah you can't use banks so you can't use banks so it's like you know where can you do this i mean jefferson credit union are they gonna go or they have to yeah, i mean you, uh, i mean we just have to look at what they're doing in other places. But, I mean, that, that shouldn't be... You can't a, open the Bradner Bank and, yeah, right. and not be... up As long as you're not FDIC. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm the Bradner um, Bank. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it's important to be FDIC because that means you're insured. I, I, I don't know how these people are doing it, but they're doing it somehow, and we just got to rely on that and, and see what they're doing and copy that system. Yeah. But um, we're losing a lot of tax revenue for the state, and we could definitely use it. Uh, We could definitely use it, but, frankly, we piss away a lot of it. A lot of money gets pissed oh, away. There's no frankly. At, at no, the no. Well, that's just it. Maybe if they didn't piss away so much money, they wouldn't worry about it. It's like, well, I mean, you go to the, you go to the legislature. Everybody's got pet projects. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. And then you have oh, the best. Sorry, West Wego, but West Wego has a West Wego museum. And so Jefferson Parish, every wait, wait, what's in it? I, I not much. <laughs> Jefferson Parish, every city has a museum. 
which is just I mean, it's ridiculous. Why don't you just have one Jefferson Parish Museum and incorporate all the, you know, everything? There used to be a Jefferson Parish Museum on, okay, I'm on Mattery Road. I can't think of that road that goes behind the discount zone, but they got the Come Grow With Us floors and the and the spa, and then there was this kind of little arched thing, and there was this guy who it's ran it. by the gal, yeah. Yeah, and, and he had some kind of old... It was a miniature Model T that was parked. Oh, I remember. And yeah. it was the Jefferson Parish Museum, and he's kind of nutty. But he's no longer with us, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so I don't know what happened to the stuff in there. Or the sign is gone. But, I mean, it's like, I mean, is just that have, the best you can come up with? Yeah, you know? just have one. One if, you, if the parish has to have a museum, just have one. Don't. I mean, think about all the staff and the building and everything else that, that you could save by just incorporating into one museum. I would agree. You know, I mean, you got one big, big library on the East Bank and one on the West, and then a bunch of little ones. There's one right there on Mentory Road. Right. You know, but I mean, it's like, yeah, flip a coin. Uh, you know, who donates the most to the president gets the uh, gets the spot where the museum is. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't care. I don't. It doesn't bother. <laughs> well, I don't care though. I don't care where it is. I mean, if it's cool, I'll go see it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that ain't going to go to the West Bank, and the West Bankers ain't going to come to the East Bank. And it's like, it's, no, it, it's it, like right, it's right there. There's so many divisions, and we see this in a law firm. Uh, you know, mentally, there's a block, and it's everybody of water. So mentally, there's a block between people that live on the West Bank coming to the East Bank and vice versa. Um, uh, Laplace, not so much. The North Shore, South Shore. Not so much for the North Shore, but people on the South Shore really don't want to go to the North Shore. No, people who live on or the North Shore but work on that's no big deal. Right. And that's no big I used to, you know, I I did stand up comedy and the Kingfish for a grand I don't know how many years, but I mean I drove all over this country doing stand up, so it's yeah. nothing for me. And my wife sees you won't go to Kenner. I go, I jump in my car and drive to Gonzales where I'm from. I go to LSU. I would drive to LSU, do a play, and then drive an hour and a half back and get home at one in the morning. Yeah, and then you know, do what I got to do and get up and that's I, you know, I, driving. I I love to drive. It's kind of it, mentally, it's relaxation. It's relaxing. Like you know what? When I would drive mostly all over the country, I wouldn't even have the radio on. Well, now I, I have audio books. I, mean, well, I, I had a couple of those too, but I mean, I still I will drive and not turn the radio on. I'm just, I'll be in, in my own thoughts, just thinking about stuff. I have to break in a car 500 miles before before Friday, and I don't have the car yet. You got to break. Why you, I have you to break it in to race break. it. Oh, yeah. So what are you gonna? So should we be looking right, for Nolan you Motors, on the interstate? No, it's a Nolan Motorsports. Yeah, you can look for me on the interstate. Hopefully, you won't know it's me. But uh, was yeah. it Laney gonna let you in there after hours or something? I, I don't Laney Schwest, open the gates. I got to test. No, this we're guy. we're doing a Nolan Motorsports. Uh, Porsche, the Porsche Club of America, PCA, the whiskey re- whiskey bay region, which is not New Orleans. Um, they're having an event over there. So, yeah, I'm going to race uh, Friday and Saturday. Well. It's kind of, re- it, that. that's also relaxing for me. And they got a lot of, a lot of people you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that, that race there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like the hunting camp mentality. Like, it's a good little, you know, brotherhood, so to speak, and a bonding moment for everybody. I would, I mean, I'm, I'm an Eagle Scout. You know, so I mean, I would go out in the woods and kill a snake and eat it. And yeah. Make a lean to, and of course now I'm old. I don't want to well, no as you more. can see, I hunt. Yeah, I know you do that. I, I'm, I, <laughs> I got a buddy of mine who had like a, a five thousand acre lease out there in uh, in uh, Avondale, mm-hmm. Wagaman over there someplace. Yeah. 
And uh, there was cattle on there, but there was ass loads of deer and hogs like forever. Yeah. And that's and, what you get. You go get, you go get the hogs. I would, yeah, because you don't need a uh, thing. But we went out there. We didn't see the deer. The only, we didn't see any hogs. You had to quit shooting at 525, and the first hog showed up at 524. Really? Yeah. And it's like, I missed it. I mean, it was like I was so anxious to get the gun. I went, yeah. bam, and a freaking hog. See, hogs, ho- hogs now, you don't have to. You, no, you don't need you a license. You can go anywhere. You can go kill them. But the and thing, you can go at night, too. The uh, But the Army Corps chased him off of his, his, uh, his lease. And it was great. He had like three, like eight foot square, six foot off the ground blinds. It was mm-hmm. it was fabulous. A great place to go. But the Army Corps kicked him off, told him point blank that they weren't going to do anything with the property for at least 20 years, but get your ass off the property. I'm going, you know how many hogs are going to climb all over that levee in the next 20 years that nobody's going to be here to shoot? Right. Because y'all chase them off. And then you're going to bitch about hogs destroying the levee. Nolan Motorsports has a ton of hogs on this property. Well, I tell you what, let's shoot them from your Porsche. I, I was thinking about, uh, I wanted to go out there, but it just it just wound up not working out. Well, so. <laughs> we have. So I need to fix this. So this is, like I said, this is just our uh, attempted pilot thing. I didn't really come in here with some. Uh, we didn't come. We were supposed to talk about guns. We didn't do that either. We can do that next time. This, yeah. you know, this is the whole shaman. And next time we'll talk about hogs. And where you can go hunting, where'd you kill some of these deer at? And yeah, I think I have nine mounts on the wall, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> well, you want one, two, three, one four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and uh, Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, Elf on the Shelf elf is on permanently... The, elf on the back of that rack. Resided on, that on, on a deer. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. All right, I'm Spud, signing off here for the Mike Brandner Tell Me What You Really Think show here on your favorite podcasting network. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem. Home Team Elevation. End the worry. Stop insurance rate hikes. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. or go to hometeamelevation.com. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Okay, so that was the pilot episode. So uh, there you go. Appreciate you joining me here. Uh, next week, you'll start hearing uh, Tell Me What You Really Think, as well as the Spudcast podcast, Talking On My Ass, which you can find on Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Public Radio, Stitcher, on Twitter at SpudGotDat, Facebook on Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and the Big TZ. And if you'd like to sponsor the Spudcast or have it emailed directly to you, you can contact me at the Spudcast Podcast at gmail.com. The Spudcast Podcast at gmail.com. You can also contact me there about uh, tell me what you really think. Anyway, see you guys next week. Hope you're safe. Watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.